This week's episode of Greetings from Wonderland is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Let's go back to Wonderland then. Yeah. Got a lot of fixing up today. You'll come visit? Of course. Definitely. You're both welcome here anytime. <laughs> All right, last train to Wonderland. My paws are getting tired. I want to thank you, Rabbit, for your help, but mostly for bringing me to Wonderland in the first place. Many people have come and gone from Wonderland, but only the most special ones ever discover what it's truly about. Finding love. Finding yourself. Greetings from Wonderland. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is what Wonderland is truly about. A podcast about finding yourself and ABC's Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. <laughs> it's our last episode, Anne-Marie. How are you doing? I am conflicted, but good. I, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm a little sad that it's over. I know. Shocking. But that I'm a little happy that it's over as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, we'll, we'll get our Saturdays back if nothing else. <laughs> Saturday. Saturday on Saturday. What's that song? I don't Who, know. Who's saying that? I forget. Uh, but it, it's not technically our last. <gasps> oh, episode. the Clarks. Yes, yes, the Clarks. I <laughs> <laughs> a, a regional band in the Northeast. Um, I, I think they had a couple national hits though. But that's neither yeah, here nor Saturday. There. I uh, first okay. I I know we generally, if we make a mistake, we like to correct it. I'm going to correct a mistake I made about 45 seconds ago. I said I said this was our last episode. It's technically not. It's our last regular episode about Wonderland. But as I think we mentioned briefly last week, we're going to be doing a live entire series wrap up thing on Google Plus. Uh, now now we're going to be doing this next Saturday, April the 12th. At 8.30 p.m. Eastern Cent- Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Central Time is just going to confuse people. Yeah, EST. <laughs> and uh, we, we love – we're going, we're trying to get a bunch of people on. Like I know uh, for sure we have a lot of our former guests are going to be on. Uh, Bobby from Bradenton uh, was the most recent uh, sign-up I saw in there, a regular caller in her, uh, which is the technical term. And uh, Daniel from Once Podcast will also be joining us. And uh, we're going to talk once, and we want you to be involved. Uh, so what you need to do if you want to do that, you need to go to bit.ly slash Wonderland Hangout. I'll tell you that again, bit.ly slash Wonderland Hangout. Or just go to greetingsfromstorybrook.com, look on the front page. We have a big announcement post about it. And uh, once you're there, there's a link out to the Google Hangout event where you can RSVP. And if you click on the video, you can actually, because what we're going to do, we're going to do the first half is going to be talking about the entire series of Wonderland. And that's going to be the final episode of Greetings from Wonderland. And then we're going to stick around afterwards to do kind of a Q&A with anyone oh. who decided to stick around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you can ask us anything about Once, Once Wonderland, podcasting, um, you know, what kind of food we like, uh, you know, our favorite uh, chip dip flavor. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, but you can go there to the Google event hangout link, RSVP. The, let us know that you're coming. 
And uh, then if you want to, you can go ahead and start submitting questions by clicking on the video. And then there's a thing on the right hand side where you can uh, fill it in. And if you want to be on, uh, we, we, we're going to have capabilities to bring people via Skype and bring people into the Hangout on air itself. So if you have a Google Plus page, that's probably the best route. Uh, but there's a sign-up form on, on that same page at bit.ly slash Wonderland Hangout that you can fill in. And we just need some basic information, your name, your email address so we can get a hold of you, and then you, you know your Skype ID and Google Plus profile. And we're going to be sending out uh, some emails later in the week to get people set up on Hangouts if they haven't done them before and uh, you know try try and set it all up and get it nice and tightly planned so it can all fall apart really really quick <laughs> but I, so I, confident yes yes but i am emory i i we should probably get started into the episode discussion but first you should probably introduce our our, our last guest all right no. our last no um this wasn't going to be our last episode but then we had her decided to have her on and we we're like okay we have to end it now Oh, it can't get any better than this. Is there you go. Um, we've had Christine on before. Um, yeah, last Ron. time I believe was the time of the doctor special that we did. Yes, it was. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was uh, back in December, though. So. Yes. I'm, I'm having some withdrawals from the doctor. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. So yeah, yeah. me too. Okay, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it out there. But um, she's on Twitter. She's at Squish Hat. Um, and well, you know, regular fan of the podcast. How are you doing, Christine? I'm I'm doing okay. I've you got good? my Is your tea too. kicking in? Did I what? Is your tea kicking in? Yes, yes, it is. Yay! Yeah, because it's a it, it's morning for you. For me and Anne Marie, it's eight forty three at night, and for you, it's eight forty three in the morning, right? Yeah, and it's a Sunday, so eight forty three. Eh, not that early. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> very early. What am I? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I I know we're all excited. Some of us are tired for different reasons because we just woke up or we want to go to bed. (laughs) So why don't we go ahead and uh, get into the discussion here. Amory, why don't you – this this was tough to write. Uh, Our last episode summary rhyme for Wonderland. I like the rhyme. Okay. Jafar goes sadistic now that magic is broke. Daddy dies. Anna doesn't. Jabber gets a good poke. Amara agrees to take a quick swim so evil won't triumph and Alice will win. Many loose ends get tied in a knot. The end of the story, the wrap of the plot. Happy endings abound. The cheese we forgive. We say goodbye to Wonderland in this week's episode. And they lived. And they lived dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. That dot dot dot. It it, it was a big mystery, but I guess... Happily ever after. Uh, uh, we'll start with you, uh, Christine. What did you think of the episode overall? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. So generally, you know, when I was watching it for the first like uh, thirty-five minutes, it was like, eh, saw that coming. Uh, really, they did that. Okay, moving along. You know, and then there were a ton of cliches. Um, but then I thought that the the best scene was definitely the Alice Dad reunion scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And for me, it was just like, I actually teared up a little bit. I was like, oh, they got back together. So that was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. OK. And Anne-Marie, how, how did you think about it? What did you think about it? rather? OK, the initial time watching, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Upon my second watch through, I felt more like Christine did and was like, meh, mm-hmm. meh. I don't know. Um, 
as right nice, right <laughs> like nothing terribly amazing actually happened exactly it was just it wasn't bad per se it was just no it was not bad like yeah say the first half of the season <laughs> but it wasn't good like say every other episode in the second half of the season mm-hmm. but it did what it needed to do because it had to wrap up all these plots yeah yeah and i, I mean it, it, it was competent. It was a competently told story, but it should have been. It, it kind of felt like it should have been like the last fifteen or twenty minutes of the finale instead of the entire finale. You know, right? But uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it was just kind of like a, I don't know, loosey goosey. Uh, but you know, we we'll, we'll discuss this more as we go on. But I, the the big thing I saw, and I mean, he he's been like this, you know, the entire way. But once he gets th- that ultimate power, you know, that he was talking about, Jafar uh-huh. just becomes like com- a complete sadistic, uh, pardon bad my Bad word, bad word. Yeah, bad, bad, word. bad word, bad word, bad word. I <laughs> know uh, I was going to use a biblical word, bastard. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Uh, but no, I. Well, technically he is. This is technically, true. Technically, yeah. <laughs> I, I completely if. forgot about that. Yeah, but I completely justified my cursory. It's wonderful. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know. No, but he got real sadistic in this one. First of all, and Amory, I know you were talking about this last week, like what happened to the dad? The right. dad shows up about 20 seconds in and gets killed about a minute and 20 seconds in. I know. I was so sad. I mean, I guess I wasn't surprised when that yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. But yet well, I was. I, I, I was kind Jafar of teared up. Yeah, I was kind of surprised just because that was our whole that was Jafar's whole motivation or whatever. The entire season was he wanted his dad to love him again, but they never dropped the the idea that it would be he wanted his dad to love him again. So he would know how it feels to be murdered right. by somebody that you love. I honestly thought he was, in a sense, having his redemption mm-hmm. for a hot like, second. Like, like when daddy loves never. me again, yes. I can move on. I thought it was going to move on. Maybe I was just hopeful. Yeah. yeah. What were you saying, Christine? Uh, I was just saying his character was never going to get redeemed. No, um, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess redemption's the wrong word, but just in a sense, maybe a happy ending, but no. Or, or like, you, you know, he, he gets his dad to love him. He gets that happy ending and then it all falls apart because of, you know, everything bad he's done the entire season. I could have seen that too, but that's not what happened. He just killed the guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then he uh, brings Anna back to life uh, just to make her fall in love with him again, which I kind of felt like that was. Just to let her die again later on, just to bring her back again later yes. on. I mean, yeah. he didn't bring her back, but, you know, it was very, eh. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was a lot of back and forth, but I I, I kind mm-hmm. of felt like that was just like they they thought people maybe wanted payoff from the kind of flirtation they had the first few episodes or something like, but just them making out it was just icky, right? Oh my god, you know that expression Alice had on her face when she had, had to see them kiss. <laughs> oh, I think that's, that's the exact reaction. <laughs> Alice was standing in for the audience there, for sure. If if I remember correctly, uh, mid-episode, one of our listeners, Chris Tipton, uh, posted (laughs) to our Facebook page. I think it's later in the feedback, but I'm just mentioning it now. He he was like, oh, this is disgusting. This is awful. Uh, Yeah, I remember seeing that come across because I think we started it late for some reason. Yeah. And I guess they'd already gotten to that point before we started. And I was like... 
Well, I knew she was going to come back, but I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> wasn't expecting a make-out right. session with old Jafar. Right. Uh, but, you know, that was his second sadistic act. And then the third one, he did, He never got around to doing, which he was g- going to go and change Alice's past so she would have never met Cyrus. Now, you know, the, the comic book slash sci-fi fan in me immediately, like, perked up and I was like, wait a second, wouldn't that mean that he would have never gained the powers in the first place? Wouldn't that have created a paradox? Good point. Uh, I didn't even think of it that far, but yeah. Yeah, so so it's like one part of me was like, yeah, that totally would, and that would probably bring about the end of all reality, which is why that was a rule of magic in the first place. And the other other part of me was thinking, you know, that whole universe is self-correcting thing, and maybe he would have just been managed to get Cyrus, uh, you know, much easier because Alice wasn't involved. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was interesting that she was so, like, pushing him to do it because she was like, you know what? No matter what you do, our love is going to reconnect us somehow on the other oh, side of that reality. Oh, jeez. <laughs> True love is stronger than any magic. Is someone typing? Sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It was just very, very loud. Sorry, I have a yeah. loud keyboard. Totally fine. Totally fine. What I do is I generally just I take two seconds to press every key when I'm typing on mic. It helps. It helps. I wasn't thinking that. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Or I I shriek at a really high pitch and it covers (laughs) up the sound of the clack entirely. Uh, But anyway, uh, yeah, so those were uh, basically Jafar's three like uber sadistic acts and i i think it was a really good example of absolute power corrupting absolutely to where even though he had those inclinations before once he got the full power he was just all out i don't even care anymore uh right but i, I was wondering uh what you two uh thought it, what what how did you think of how his his story wrapped you know with uh the g- g- basically ending just like it did in the movie aladdin uh where he yeah. g- gets a uh, bound to a bottle and becomes a genie uh yeah and maria we'll start with you actually i liked it actually <laughs> i i really for some reason didn't anticipate it i don't know i don't really know what i was anticipating with this episode Uh because everything caught me at least a little by surprise Mm -hmm. um but i liked it it's like here here's a little bit of payback kind of for you look i have all this power look you have no power (laughs) pretty much so see i was kind of wondering where where ring girl sent the bottle though the minx yeah yeah is that ring girl's name yeah, they, the she was the Minx. Yes. She wasn't the Minx. She was the Nyx. N-Y-X. Oh. Uh, sounded like Minx. Yeah. All right. N-Y-X. Got anyway. It. I'm still going to call Aladdin, her Ring Girl. <laughs> Ring Girl, yeah. That is totally a far more appropriate name. Anyway. Yeah. The, uh, the, the ending, I... I, I'm I'm not sure why it surprised you, Emery. I mean, in, in the notes, I totally wrote Aladdin-esque ending for Jafar that surprised absolutely no one. <laughs> I know, I saw that, and I was like, but it surprised me. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. I think um, I think um, they should have added some sort of twist to it. I think that would have spiced that up just yeah, a see, little I- bit. I, I think maybe it might, might have been more apparent that they were going to end it like they did Aladdin if Aladdin had ever showed up in this series. Or been mentioned, at least. Or been hinted mm. at, even. 
that's one thing that I, uh, you know, a lot of loose ends got tied up over the last couple of episodes, but that's one that really didn't like, where's Aladdin? Like, that's why we know of Jafar to begin with is Aladdin. So it seems like they should have, if they had had just like a little, you know, street rat kid. Yeah. Street rag kids steal an apple off Jafar or something. I would have been fine with it. You know, <laughs> you, you got you got the nod in. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I really like. Oh. oh, go ahead. You know whose character would have been great for Aladdin? Lizard. Oh, well, not not a guy. Well, Lizard would have to be. Well, then that home romance thing would be weird. But yeah, you, you get what I mean, right? Sort of one of yeah. Lizard's crew, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be OK. I could, I could definitely see that. I, I always thought that they were going to reveal that um, one of the other genies was actually Aladdin or that Cyrus was really Aladdin or something. But that never, never panned out, really. Maybe that's something they'll explore on once proper at some point. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I uh, definitely uh, wait, hold on. I'm trying to find it here. Yeah, I, I do like that. Even though Jafar has gotten a lot more serious and a lot more darker the past few episodes and a lot more on point, less mustache twirly. I'm glad they gave him one really, really cheesy line, which was uh, so hard to resurrect good health these days. Yeah, I like <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, that was- I was like, FaceTime, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the Jafar I know. I believe that actually that's exactly what I said verbatim. <laughs> okay, Amory, you had a point here? Um, what was with the weird non-speaking scenes? Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of, they make sense, but they don't make sense with the show because they've never done anything like that. Like the wedding at the end, for example? The wedding and like- when she was brought, was it when she was brought in? to Jafar when Alice was brought to Jafar they did one there too yeah yeah I, I don't know if it, it, maybe they didn't like the way the line readings ended up in those or I, it might have been a stylistic choice the wedding I, really oh go ahead I, I kind of thought it was because they were so pressed for time they needed to montage everything instead of <laughs> um, you know saying it, it, out. it out yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know it, they just felt very out of place because we had, go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought. Sorry, I thought the wedding scene was nice, but then you know that. Yeah, I definitely agree that it would have been nice to actually hear their vows. And then what the hell was Will yelling about? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the I object. They, right. Yeah. I, yeah. I I don't know the the wedding scene scene was weird. It, it's so weird, in fact, that on my second viewing of the episode, I just kind of skipped past it. I was like, I you know, I'm not really missing any vital information. They got married. There were a couple. couple exactly. Of yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it was it, it was weird. Like uh, like I said, it felt that felt like more the no speaking scenes to me felt like more of an editing choice than mm-hmm. you know maybe necessarily something that was scripted or whatever. You know. Right. Okay, uh, yeah. uh, let's Sorry. see here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Like, it it may have been like an editing thing, but it was just, it almost felt like they were trying, hey, maybe this will work with it, but it's the last episode. Mm-hmm. You know, like, maybe if they'd have done that at least one or two other times throughout the series, it would wouldn't it, have been as awkward for me. It would have felt more within, like, the, the rules of the show or the grammar right. of the show. Right, right. So, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I I would say I hope they they I hope they fix it or they address it, but no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, Show's not over. Gonna happen. Show's over. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Christine, you had you had some uh, a couple other things you wanted to point out about Jafar here, right? right? 
Right. So Jafar is like my first thought when I saw that kissing thing before the eel. I was like, oh, Jafar, you do get around. It's like <laughs> Jafar and Imara, Jafar and, you know, um, it's just it's 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 very weird. Yeah, he flirts with just a, if he comes into contact with a female character, mm-hmm. odds are he's going to be flirting with them. <laughs> like, Definitely. Exactly. So they're um it's very unsatisfactory episode for me just because like you said, there's so many unanswered questions. Um one particular with Jabber is like she in the end she appeared almost she appeared more human than monster. And I know that the writers of of Once in Wonderland and Once Verse in general, they want us to sympathize with the evil characters so to speak and see them as more human and oh yeah yeah, she does this because she had this tragic backstory but then i don't like it because that's not what her character is supposed to be like you know as opposed to when we first saw her she was so creepy but then at the end she was almost crying where she got stabbed back into the wall it's like uh okay yeah, we, and then, when, we first, when we first saw her, she was she was more like a primal force, and exactly. then you you know, kind of, just uh, going off what what you said, it, I I think, and this could be wrong, this could be right, uh, but maybe it's you know time not being uh, stuck into a wall or a ceiling with a sword kind of softened her a little bit, but you know, however many years she was there the first time or whatever, kind of, might might have. Uh, roughened up the edges might have made her a little irritable i mean you know being stabbed through the stomach for 10 years 20 years i could have a lot to do with that and then the longer she's away from it the more she's like "Eh, you know no i just kind of want to get through this and get out of here and do whatever uh but but then i'm sure whoever finds her next is going to be uh getting the full force of the jabber well but the people who are going to find her next are going to be will and anastasia this is true because that's their castle now, right? Yeah, the oh. White King and the White Queen. So are they going to free her? Because I there's would. not going to be fear in Wonderland anymore, so she's going to move on. Yeah. Well, that whole theory is flawed because fear just not does not just stem from Jafar. I mean, obviously, people have things they fear, even without a giant villain lording over the whole realm. So. I don't really. But maybe that it's not as plentiful and easy for her to find is what she meant by that. Yeah, my interpretation of it was that, you know, because because Jafar was there manipulating things, there was like an elemental fear cast over the land, more or less. Uh, Kind of like a giant shadow. Exactly. exactly. Or a curse cloud, depending on where you are. Or a zombie army. Or a zombie (laughs) army, yeah. Okay, and you had you had had a, a couple more things you wanted to mention too. Well, yeah, and then we never found out how Imara just sort of appeared out of her staff. It was like, how the hell did she get away? And mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, and then she, you know, we never got an explanation for that. And then it's like, did was she always able to get out or what? You know. And if so, why didn't she do it before? Right. Exactly. Because so. she let him find the. Like to this was a good time for her to come out of this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely was. It just it just seems like with how powerful she is and how in control of the situation she was once Cyrus got hit and everything, that she would have been like she she seems like the type who would be going after those bottles herself if she could. 
You know, right. not just biding her time waiting for someone else to do the dirty work. Well, she I mean, she did go after she got the two bottles with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. This so maybe she did just sort of bide her time and have Jafar do the hard work for getting that third bottle. <laughs> I don't know. I don't but, No, it was frustrating that we didn't actually see or ever have a discussion as to how she got out of this. Yeah, because last week's episode, it was just so out of place and so out of left field when she just right. appears all of a sudden. Right. You know, I think that was one of our, our big complaints last week. So, But I, again, we're not going to get any answers. You know why? Show's canceled. It's over. It's over. She's dead. Her water went back to the well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? And, they, and then back out of the well and into Anastasia. Or did her water go into Jafar? Because... Well, actually, yeah. didn't he just kind of like clap it, it out did. of the air? Well, he, cla- he sort of absorbed it that way, which is how he took the water that wasn't his and got turned into a genie. Hmm. Okay. And there was just enough other water to sort of seep into the well because, well, she was a whole person. So, yeah. A whole aqua person. A whole aqua person. Yeah. And uh, th- this is this is a. Uh... Just a little bit haterade, but I, I mean, overall, like I said, competent episode, but I, I thought there were, and we already addressed one of them, but there were two really big, like, uh, deus ex machina moments, which is, uh, I forget what it is. It's something from the gods, uh, resolution from the gods or something like that. Good Basi- to know, thanks. It, yeah, <laughs> it basically means that, you know, something crazy big happens that wasn't, like foreshadowed or anything to kind of bring everything to a really quick resolution and there were two moments like that in the last five minutes or so of this episode the first one was uh obviously the ring girl i'm not going to call her a proper name she's the ring girl (laughs) uh her taking out jafar because at that point you know they had fought and fought and fought and they finally get to the final confrontation and alice is like i don't have to do anything and I, I, some some could say that showing, you know, the cleverness or whatever of Alice, but it just felt it, I, I wanted to see her or Cyrus like punch him out or something, you know? Yeah. See, totally. I felt that it was the plan. Mm-hmm. You think it was like the plan plan? It felt like an Alice plan mm-hmm. that because she made such a big deal about telling Cyrus to put the water back in the well. Go, Cyrus, go. Mm hmm. That gave Jafar enough time to realize, hey, I should get this. Yeah, yeah. And being that he obviously had no idea the power of the water, Mm -hmm. he just took it. Yeah, he didn't know the full story. He just knew part of it. Um, Yeah, he just knew it was powerful because that's all Anna told him. Yeah, and it might just be, you know, you know, the audience member in me a bit too. just one. I kind of almost wanted when Jafar got defeated to see Alice or Cyrus having like a, a hand in the action of it instead of even if it was a plan, just standing passively by while it happens. I, you know, okay. I, I would have liked to have Alice punch him in the face or something, you know, just Definitely. like Definitely. It, it, and, and then the other uh, thing I noticed like that was uh, just the water from the well with Anastasia. Because, uh-huh. uh, and I mean, they explained it well and everything, but it was just like, again, just so out of left field and like, oh, we, we, we need to wrap this up real quick. Oh, wait, no, there's the water from the well. We can just throw that in here and we'll be done. And uh, it it just felt a little out of place to me uh, overall. And it, again, it didn't seem like Anastasia needed to die a second time. No, definitely uh-uh. not. Yeah, it seems like, you know, if Ring Girl thought that she wasn't at the end of her journey, that she could have just, you know, 
not re-killed her. <laughs> so. The thought occurs that if Amara was the one to bring Cyrus back to life, and then that whole thing with his powers getting canceled and Amara obviously dying at the Well of Wonders, then wouldn't whatever she did get undone as well? So why didn't Cyrus die? Well, I, as well? I don't. I don't know if Amara actually brought him back to life. I, I kind of got the impression that she was just healing him. You know, healing yeah. his wounds. I, you know, sort of, uh, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> yeah, it was like he was still in his last couple breaths. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling much better. I'm going to go for a walk. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so I was that... under the impression that he had just very recently died. And because uh, that's why they needed... That's why. That's what finally convinced Imara to say, "Okay, let's go ahead with plan." Because I need to change that particular law of magic yeah. to be able to bring him back. Yeah, it, it's like I, I could definitely see the argument for both. And when I was watching that scene in the rabbit's hut and everything, I was kind of going back and forth on that myself. But you know, hopefully next week they'll address oh, it. Oh, wait. wait a second! There you is really no like. Really because like the that show's joke over. Tonight, I do, I do. I'm going to keep going with it. It's fun. Uh, why don't Why don't you go ahead and talk, and I'll try and f- figure out a way to slip it into here too. Okay. If what I feel isn't love, what is? Enter true love's kiss. <laughs> I love true love's kiss. Mm-hmm. It's the best remedy for any problem you got. I, I I really like that speech that Will gave yeah. though about mm-hmm. about how love isn't neat and tidy and it's sloppy and confusing and Absolutely. all that stuff and if, if it's not that it's not love like I thought you know Will with his heart he's a he's a really poetic dude he is you know? he is he I mean mm-hmm. he almost looked like he was gonna cry when he was given that speech mm-hmm. and then just him like finding the power or whatever to break that barrier to grab her was pretty cool. Yeah, and the, and then when he forgot about the barrier after the kiss too, that was fun. When it just oh. bounced off the, <laughs> the first uh. field, it was a good good time. But when have we seen that breaking barrier with love scene before? It's like everywhere was cage. And then he was like, oh, I need to send out this little origami bird to Alice to tell her I'm here. And then he breaks the barrier with whatever. With love. Oh. With love. love yeah, but I, I do I do like that the, the common theme of true love's kiss can break all curses as a most powerful potion or a magic Um in the one first, so that's yeah, I like that. That's something that's consistent over both shows because this, mm-hmm. yeah, we've only gotten that very little in this for it being such a love story centric show. Yeah, you know that's something I would really like access to because when you do a show like this, a big show, the thing is, is you have a lot of writers kind of getting together, breaking out the season, and then everybody goes off and writes their episodes. But uh-huh. to keep everything consistent and the rules of the universe consistent, you put together – and I, I've seen several of these. I, I have one that I referenced from time to time for Batman the Animated Series. Uh, but it's called a show Bible that basically tells the backstories of all the characters, all the rules of the universe, everything like that. I would love to see that for once, like the, the show Bible. Or whatever, just just to see bro code. <laughs> but you know, just to kind of see what all, all the rules exactly are, because I'm I'm sure they probably have it spelled out pretty clearly. You can do this, you can't do this, you can do this, but this will happen because of it. It would make. Uh-huh. It, but then again, that would if we had 
clear answers to everything, we wouldn't have a show. Just like they don't have a show for Once Upon a Time in Wonderland anymore. <laughs> <laughs> see that one. That one. I like. We should have a counter yeah, I know. to see how many I times you can reference it. that. Yeah. I, I, I think I think of it like twelve to fifteen right At now, least. So. At least. At least. You can definitely. get a solid twenty more, and by the end of this episode, I definitely could. I de- You know what? I I, I pro- I'm probably right around thirteen, which is the number of episodes we'll ever get of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. <laughs> um, okay, now I'm at fourteen. Uh, okay, uh, Christine, uh, you have some some stuff here. I think we might have addressed some of it, but I some think of this, we, yeah. yeah. But go go um, ahead, uh, pick and mostly choose. mostly lots of cliches, especially when the undead. Uh, sorry, no, when Alice was rallying her army, she's like, "You don't have to fight. We're fighting for the people that you need to go home to." It's like, it's like okay, suddenly everyone rallies behind her. Didn't she just? Or there, I don't I don't really see a very reasonable sort of motivation for people rallying behind her just because like a just I don't know at the start of the season everyone was chasing after her for whatever yeah. the queen said that she did you know it was right. And that that was weird too because it it was like the scene immediately after Jafar gave a very similar speech to his zombie army. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, it, I almost actually because because of that I almost called this episode Alice versus the inspirational speech. Uh, but <laughs> then I was like, no, we have to do Alice versus Jafar because that's like one way. I don't think we've ever referenced Jafar in an episode title. And two, really? Yeah, yeah, which is weird, right? Um, and to, you know, that was really the cultivation of, you know, everything for this season was them facing off right there at the well of time. Uh, right. And, yeah, it was uh, weird and cliche. You're right. Yeah, gotta love a good cliche, though. And then, then the other cliche was when Cyrus says, this is your last warning, and then immediately turns to Mara and says, okay, they've had their warning. And then Mara kills them right away. <laughs> he even looks surprised when she just, like, <laughs> killed them all. Yeah, I thought she was going to, like, freeze them or something. No, no. Exactly. It was just so hilarious. I'm I'm trying to remember what that, what's what's that action called where a soldier takes their sword and rams it through their belly? Uh, Sepuku. Yes, yes. I I almost said Sudoku, but I know that's, like, a puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But yeah, that, that that was a pretty pretty insane. Yeah. So anyway, and then the other last one was obviously when Will says, "No, Anna, don't tell Jafar what he wants to know." And then Anna immediately gives in. Obviously, she wasn't she was under her spell, but then she immediately mm-hmm. tells him of the Well of Wonders. It's like, hmm, where have we seen this before? Right. All right, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. But it's yeah. good because we won't ever see you again because oh. the show is. Dead. <laughs> Oh, stealing my joke now. I, like I see how it, it is. I like it a lot. I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know what? A, uh, one thing with, with uh, Anastasia in this episode, I thought this was the closest to like the first half of the season, Red Queen, that we've had this mm-hmm. half of the season. It was almost this, the same character, uh-huh. which, which I thought was pretty interesting because, uh, you know, she she's really become kind of a... You know, you can identify with her now. You can see where she's coming from. You kind of like her in certain circumstances. Now, where last season, she, like, the majority of the haterade was on her and Jafar from us. 
And uh, so it was interesting to see that character again in a new context. And I didn't mind it as much because it was a lot clearer what was going on there. She just didn't seem like this kind of like, and that's all the description I'm going to give from what I'm talking about. That's good. Uh, that's but, good. I feel very uh, educated. Yeah, exactly. If if you need more context, go listen to uh, you know the first six or seven episodes of this podcast. <laughs> you'll, you'll get Nobody it. Nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. That's true. But you know uh, what else? Ain't nobody got time for more episodes of Once Upon a Time. Oh, okay. <laughs> because it's over now. And uh, we, we'll uh, we'll we'll mention this briefly in our news section because we have no news because no show. Uh, but I, I I wanted to take a little bit of time to uh, for all of us to speculate because we, we we did get uh, the big bit of news that. Uh, Michael Socha, Will Scarlet, uh, the Knave, is going to be joining the cast of Once next season. Uh, Once proper. Not Once Wonderland. Once proper. Because there is no more Once Wonderland because this was the final episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had to get mine in, too. Yeah. Awesome. Anne-Marie, that was too far. Too far. It's always too far for me. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I was just because, you know, we see in the last scene in this episode that as far as we know, him and the Red Queen or King and Queen of Wonderland and all's right in the you world. You mean the White King and the White Queen. The Red Queen is dead, but Anna Oh, yeah. Gone. Yeah, because of that whole whole business. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, well, so because, it, And they even said that she has to move, like, when the... Yeah, that the Red Queen has to move on. No, the but, Red Queen is dead, but that Anna oh, yeah. has to move on. Yeah, I had it back. And they also had that shot of the chessboard with the Queen down. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, right before they went to resurrect her uh, the second time. Uh, you know what's ironic is that that shot of the chessboard actually shows a white queen down. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a white piece of white white queen of the chessboard, so. Huh. Well, actually, I think it, technically it was light wood and the other pieces were dark wood. It oh, was like wow. white. But, you know, that's getting nitpicky. But we're we're talking about Will Scarlet here. How's he going to make it to Storybrooke, Amory? I rabbit. think. Yeah, well, rabbit. Rabbit. <laughs> of course, it's going to be the rabbit. They don't have beans in Wonderland, do they? Mm-hmm. Um, But. I think he's going to somehow have to go help. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be summoned as the White King. You think? I don't know how. I have nothing further than this thought. But I think he's hes not just going to go pick up his stuff out of his apartment. See, that was my theory. <laughs> was That's that my he, thought, too. He, he was like, I need to get those Leonard Skinner albums I left in my closet. So he comes back and then he can't get back to Wonderland or something. Okay. They, 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 I I would assume with how big of a part Robin Hood is becoming in Once Proper that it, in that Will ran around with him before Briefly. the Wonderland for the first time, that it might have something to do with Robin Hood. I okay. I, I I think if nothing else, they'll probably have some interactions once he gets there. Oh, I'm uh, sure of that. Well, uh, Christine, you said Rabbit. Do you have any other ideas about how they might bring him in? Um. I mean, I don't know his. Yeah, his stuff is all that. I'm thinking because because okay, spoiler alert, but because there's one less male character on once proper now, uh, so true. he needs to go and fill in some um, relationship bro code um, gaps or whatever. <laughs> <'cause>. <laughs> 
Nice. That that brings up an interesting question. Do you think he's going? Anna's going to be coming with him. When, I think she'll make a cameo an appearance. too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, according to her wiki, she doesn't really have anything else going on right now. That's fair. Oh. Because I, I, when I saw that question, I was like, well, let's just see if she has anything currently scheduled. <laughs> and she has one movie that it looks like it's still filming, and then another one that's in post. But that's it. So, And her last TV show role that's listed is Wonderland. So she needs the work. She or she already had this planned, and they just can't put it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I thought we were going to get a hint as to how he was getting over to Storybrooke since they announced that he was becoming a cast member this week. Two days before. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like an official announcement, but it was like a 99.999% sure post by Entertainment Weekly. We'll link to it in the show notes and talk about it very briefly since we've talked about it so much here in our news section. Uh, but what you call it? Uh, what, where was I going with that? No clue. How, how's Anna? Oh, why are we? No, will he bring Anna? Oh, yeah, but I thought because they, they put that came out this week that he was going to be added to the main cast or added to the cast of Once Proper, that we were going to get some hint towards that. And they had to release it because, you know, it was coming out in this week's episode anyway, but I guess no, not. No, um, but the thing is, the article says he's coming in next season. Mm-hmm. It didn't mention anything about this season. Yeah, yeah, that that, that was a... Uh, That's like the hook or the the loophole or hook. whatever you want to say yes hook i know i realized i said it after i said it um, <laughs> they, but, that's really more my head canon of why why the news came out when it did to give uh, people hope yeah hope yes hope. exactly because but I, yeah. that made us happy mm-hmm. i think i saw the article right after entertainment weekly and i <laughs> instantly texted you i was like oh my god oh yeah i was posting everywhere on social media oh my goodness we got our crossover character oh my I know it, but of uh, course it was April Fool's Day, so everybody's like, I don't know how much I believe it. I'm like, I kind of completely do. Uh, what were you saying, Christine? You guys were gunning for it since like the very beginning of uh, Wonderland, so you know. Oh exactly. yeah, yeah. He was always our pick. He was always our draft pick. To drop a sports reference, I totally shouldn't be doing. Absolutely, <laughs> it would totally be on your fantasy football, fantasy <laughs> fantasy baseball team or something. Exactly. Well, I think we need to start like a Twitter campaign to get him on greetings from Storybrooke. It would be greetings from Wonderland, but there isn't any more Wonderland. Yeah, but now, so... now he's going to continue on. So. Exactly. We need to come up with some sort of a hashtag and make the masses tweet him. Maybe that's something we can brainstorm in our live uh, hangout oh, next week. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, that's a line item for that. Yes. Yes. Uh, we'll put that in the outline that we totally have already written out. Right. Absolutely. Because uh, if we write our outlines more than 20 minutes before show. <laughs> Uh, But, you know, obviously very excited that we're still going to get to see Michael on our screens in the Once Universe next season. Since, as as we all know, uh, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland doesn't have any more episodes because they're canceled. It's over. It's done. It's done. What's that? Would would, um, the Knave be a less interesting character? With his heart and his chest, with all these other characters he has to interact with, like, you know. I find him fascinating with his heart. I think that could be newness, too, since we've just gotten a lot of him with his heart, you know. But it would be neat to see him interact with some of them, too. 
So it would. It definitely would. I think him and Hook would would have a couple good. Advice. Oh yeah, they'd throw back some cold beers. <laughs> exactly. For sure, they would be closing grannies well, down. Every well, day. yeah, him, Hook, uh, Robin Hood, all the alcoholics of Storybrooke can get together. <laughs> Grumpy. Grumpy. Well. That is if they haven't been turned into flying monkeys by then. True story. This is true. This we'll is see true. what happens tomorrow. I, I've heard rumors the next season of Once Proper, all flying monkey cast. Interesting. And it's going to be a musical. It'll be well, great. Well, of course it's going to be a musical. <laughs> of course. They need, They do need a musical episode. They this totally is about the do. time where shows throw out. Have a musical episode. That yeah. musical episode, that live episode. We're getting to the point where we got to do that. A live musical right. episode. Absolutely. Like um, Drew Carey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did do that, didn't they? They did do that. Yes. I remember that. That now. was one of the few Cleveland things I liked. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm going to bring it back to uh, my points here. Main discussion, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to the actual discussion. What happened to Cyrus's brothers after the wedding? It totally looks like they, like, hopped a rabbit hole back to Wonderland. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it have made sense for them to be in England with their brother? Agrabar? Rather, no, because no, no. is that where they were from? That is where they were from, but the rabbit said last, like whatever portal to Wonderland. Oh yeah, Wait. he wasn't making stops and dropping people off. He's not a a taxi. Yeah, they were definitely at the wedding, weren't they? They were there. They were, them and, yeah. Them in their bedazzled jackets. And they were. And just... they they did that whole hugging goodbye thing with everyone else. Yeah, and, like they were leaving. Uh, left with Will and Anna. Absolutely. But then it almost makes me because as I was typing this, I was just kept typing as my brain was thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe they didn't want to be near him because it was all a waste Mm -hmm. for them. They spent 100 plus years in um, the bottles to save their mother and she still died. Yeah, and I would I would have a little resentment against Cyrus uh, oh, for totally. all that too, because he's the one who really pushed the issue, right? Well, that's why they were like, "Where's my?" Well, they got into the bottles in the first place because of Cyrus, so yeah, exactly. it was all his fault. And they even said this was all for nothing. <laughs> so you know, I, I'm a I w- I've opened up the episode here just to check and uh, make sure they were at the wedding and everything. They were there. But- What's up with Cyrus's fashion sense in England? Like it just—it's bad. Well, it, it's not bad. Cyrus. It looks—it looks so out of place. It's just—I mm-hmm. uh, mean, yes. when Alice said, "Oh, let's go. Where are we going next? We're going home." It's like um, England was never your home. It was Alice's home. It just seemed a little. I mean, yeah, that I did mean, seem a little weird. What was it? Jafar called England. It was like a bizarre place, or that. Horrible place. That horrible place, England. Yeah. Um, Actually, uh, you know, because the episode's playing now here in the background. One thing I was, were they kind of trying to hint that uh, Alice was actually the author of the real Alice in Wonderland? And she just used like a pen name or something? Yes. Yeah. And her daughter named the book. Yep. I thought it was either that or they were trying to hint that her daughter was the actual author and that, like, she just took the book, the book and published it under her name later since she named it and everything. No, but, because her daughter said, did all this really happen? Mm-hmm. And Alice was like, absolutely. Well, I, and then again, this is an alternate England, too, right? So it could have totally been published by Alice, Jeannie, whatever her last name is. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, Alice T. Jeannie. Um, T. Jeannie. 
Um, I don't think so, but I'm looking on the wiki again because I do that to reference mm-hmm. things. They have names for the brothers. Do they? Taj and Rafi. Rafi. Iris, Taj, and Rafi. Or Rafi. Or, I don't know. There's only one F. Those, those names sound appropriate, but... They do, but they're not Aladdin. You know, no. if, we, if, if we were mid-season, I would start, uh, you know, breaking down the meanings of the names, trying right. to speculate what it could be, but I, I'm not because Wonderland's canceled and it's not going to have any more episodes. It has no more. We're not going to see, for example, uh, the rabbit anymore. And uh, Christine, I think you had a t- uh, point on him, right? Oh, right. Yeah, the rabbit was basically a plot device, sort of like a hat replacement. I mean, if they had been able to get Jefferson, I totally think that, you know, the the, the rabbit would have been a little bit redundant just because he does. He's the just there thing. to make mm-hmm. portals. And especially um, there was a line in there that said, uh, oh, rabbit, you have perfect timing. Alice said that. And then it's like, oh, yes, um, I always have very perfect timing. It's like he always shows up when a portal needs to be made, but then he kind of doesn't appear anytime else. Yeah. Which, right. yeah. Well, yeah, he gets flung off screen by a very powerful <laughs> sorcerer. I was like, oh, my gosh, the rabbits. That was awesome. <laughs> I love that. And then he comes trampsing back. What happened? I'm like, oh my gosh. We we did get one final. Uh, my voice just cracked. Uh, yeah, we did. did get one final appearance by Whoopi too. Which I was, know. I'm glad we got a little more Whoopi. Everybody uh, was a little Whoopi. And I find it weird that Rabbit's name is Percy. <laughs> I don't know why that really stuck out because they said it like six times. I was like, really? Percy. Percy. Okay, sorry, Christine. Yeah, we're just walking all over. You can continue with your point. That's fine. I don't. Um, the, I mean, okay. And then another point I had about the rabbit, like uh, the wedding was nice, but did he? Because um, my first thought was like, did he get ordained over the internet? <laughs> nice. Uh, the, the rabbit was ordained by the Universal Life Church. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah. And then the goodbye was, they, they, it it just felt like they were never going to see each other ever again. It was so dramatic. But then, you know, it's like you have the rabbit. You can travel to and from and do visits or whatever anytime you want. Why are you making such a big deal out of this? Yeah, they they never made any sort of indication that the the rabbit had any so like it hurt him or, or a like limit. He well, had, yeah, yeah. Paws were tired. <laughs> yeah, so but whose paws like, don't get tired? You know, right? Exactly. I get tired all the time. And yeah. now that they're all on the same team, there's no potential danger between. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I think the rabbit has an issue. You should pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So that was um. I just thought they were. I think I get that they wanted to go for the grand finale, big gesture thing, mm-hmm. but then right. it was. It didn't really fit the story at, at the time. Anyway, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. But then it doesn't matter because it's the last episode. It's the last episode. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, okay, so I guess uh, you know, Ooh, I have this to. This better up- be a good scale. I, I think I have one here. I think okay. I have one. I've been working on it for literally 30 seconds, six seconds, Ooh, uh, less than. Okay. So my arbitrary scale, I, I, and we'll start with Christine, uh, Christine okay. on a scale of one to 
4.5 Cyrus's spleens. Oh my How gosh. many of Cyrus's oh spleens would you give this episode? Um, I'd give it 2.5 spleens. 2.5 spleens. Why? Yeah, because it was so predictable throughout the entire thing. But it had some a, a few good one-liners here and there, and then a really good reunion scene. So it gets points for that. Excellent. And uh, Anne Marie, you uh, one to four point five of Cyrus's spleens on the rabbit's floor incident. Three point two five spleens Why? on the rabbit's floor. Um, it was good, but it wasn't. I don't know, like, it was a finale, and it didn't have the big oomph that I wanted it to have, Yeah. but I didn't really expect it to have the big oomph, because it's Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. After pouring out quite a bit of haterade for the first half of the season, <laughs> I'm just happy that I'm not, like, crying that we're still doing this. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> but we don't sure. have to do it anymore, because it's the last episode. Yeah, there's no more episodes of Wonderland. I, I heard that somewhere. Uh. <laughs> And how many of the spleens would you give it? Um, 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 I'd give it three. You're going to give it three? <clears throat> I'd give it three, yeah. I'm, I'm coming down uh, right between the two of you. It, it was definitely better than almost any episode in the first half of the season. But with how good the episodes have been on this back half, I, uh, it, it, it was, a, it was, uh, confidently told episode <laughs> and right. and I the like I said earlier the kind of deuce ex machina kind of things in the last five or ten minutes bothered me a little bit it seemed like that could have been fleshed out or executed a little better or something like that mm, but they didn't have the time nobody has the time uh, rabbit <laughs> <laughs> see yeah this uh the the past like the last like 15 minutes of last week's episode in the entirety of this episode just kind of struck me as like an editing problem or a notes or we have to get this all in quicker than we thought we were going to have to kind of thing. So I'm not bl- laying it on the creator's feet. I'm laying it on the circumstances. Right. Uh, right. So. Okay. Um, but he, but for the caliber of writers, I have to say that they did wrap it up in, in a, in a, a satisfactory enough mm-hmm. uh ending uh finale episode so to speak oh yeah um, like at least 80 percent of the boxes that i wanted ticked were ticked so right right so, so it, 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 it wasn't anything amazing or whatever but it was satisfactory it was it was very uh consistent especially the second half of this season mm-hmm. so Okay, so I guess that wraps up our discussion for the the last episode. If you hadn't heard, it of, is the uh, last Upon episode. A Time in Wonderland. Do do you feel I, a a little uh, nostalgic already for it, Amory? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> Just straight up. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, before we move on to the news and listener feedback for the last time, the uh, last time we'd like to and we I we'd like to go ahead and thank our sponsor of this episode, uh, Audible dot uh, and uh, if you don't know what Audible is, basically a service you go, you sign up for a membership, you get a free audio book. Well, not free because you're paying for the membership, but you get an audio book uh, credit every month so you can go and pick up any audio books you'd like to pick up. You guys like to read, right? You could pick up an Alice in Wonderland. You could pick up a dark Alice in Wonderland. You could pick up a, I don't know, Alice in Wonderland set in New York City in 2013. That'd be cool. uh, 
you know, all sorts of books you can pick up and then you can play them on your on your iPod, your iPhone, your iPad, your uh, creative Zen player. Always a favorite to pull out. And uh, for you, the listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke, Audible's offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, this is risk-free. Uh, you go there, you sign up. Actually, Anne-Marie, I believe you uh, set up an Audible account the other day. It was pretty easy, right? Oh, it was super easy. Yeah. Super yeah. easy. It took me a whole, like, 12 seconds. <clears throat> and uh, you can do that by going to audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. And we, we'll mention that again before we uh, move on to the news and everything. But we always like to try and suggest a couple of specific books uh, for you to go and get your free 30-day trial with. Uh, Emery, what's your uh, pick this week? Well, this week I outsourced my picks. <laughs> um, and I got a recommendation from Stephanie Hutt. Mm-hmm. She recommends um, Air Affair, E-Y-R-E Affair. Yeah, that's Air, uh, like Jade Air. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, by Jasper Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, uh, Ford introduces the concept of book jumping, where it becomes possible to literally jump into the story and interact with the characters. Hmm. There are certain devices used in the books that are more effective in print, such as the characters speak in different fonts but I still enjoy the audio version of this series. That sounds really interesting. Doesn't it sound cool? Oh, yeah, it sounds a lot like uh, Grant Morrison, uh, one of my favorite comic book writers, has been working on this big mega project for a couple of years now called Multiversity. And it sounds kind of similar techniques to what he's going to be trying to do in that book. So maybe I'll pick this up uh, to check it out beforehand. And uh, then my recommendation this week, and uh, full disclosure, I know the author, um is me too me too yeah yeah i i in fact i think everybody here knows the author it's a dog boy danger on liberty pier by bill meeks uh yes one of my dog boy books is finally available on audible and i i would love for you guys to go check it out a wonderful wonderful guy named uh, nathan Beatty, great voice uh performer uh does a lot of great character voices for the book nailed it Straight up nailed it. Uh, help, help me out in producing this audio audiobook for audible.com. So, you know, if you want to get a free trial, you can uh, take uh, Stephanie's recommendation via Anne-Marie, uh, or you can go pick up my book. It's good. It's two hours. Two hours well spent, I think. And I think you guys would enjoy it, too, based on our mutual admiration for Once Upon a Time. But if you want to, go ahead and uh, go to audibletrial.com slash storybrook to download your free audiobook today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash storybrook for your free audiobook. And we want to thank Audible again for sponsoring this week's episode of Greetings from uh, Wonderbrook Land. Wonderbrook Land. Wonderbrook Storyland. Thank you, Audible. And now... On to the news. News. Okay, the big story uh, here this week. Uh, well, first of all, we always start off with the ratings, but I didn't oh, yeah. go look them up because the show's canceled. So who cares? It is uh, not canceled. It is just over. The show is over. The series has finaled. The series has finaled. <laughs> so I didn't bother looking up the ratings. I'm sure they were fine. Uh, <laughs> Wow, sure they were okay. Whatever. I'm totally not invested anymore. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but uh, basically, the the big story is Michael Socha um, joining the cast of Once Upon a Time regular or proper, as we refer to it on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but we've I think we've already discussed that ad nauseum. Yes, personally, quite possibly. Uh, did anyone else have anything to add on that? I'm gonna give it one, <laughs> two, 
Three. You can go ahead okay. and then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay. Motion stands. All right. Let's get back and go ahead and get into listener feedback. Now, usually I would tell you if if you want to when you the episode of Wonderland's over, run to your computer and write us. But Wonderland's over, so you can't do that. But you can still write us for once proper or just to react to our ridiculousness this episode at greetingsfromstorybrooke at gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet us at gfstorybrooke. Our Facebook, where there's always a lot of really good discussion, really busy this week, really busy over there this week, uh, facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrooke. And our voicemail number, if you want to leave us a voicemail, which we almost always play, 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And we actually have a voicemail uh, straight up. And you can also email MP3s and stuff. We like that, too. Uh, From our constant uh, first voicemailer of the week, Bobby from Bradenton. Take it away, Bobby. Greetings, Bill and Anne-Marie. Bobby from Bradenton here. While there are a few great moments in this finale, it felt a bit jumbled. It seems to me that characters' traits throughout the series were a bit inconsistent, and, with few exceptions, they never really seemed to nail Wonderland. I was so looking forward to Alice and the rabbit gather the citizens of Wonderland, but they didn't feel like citizens of Wonderland, and in the end, it just felt flat. I did, however, enjoy the knave winning back Anna. With the knave soon to be joining Storybrooke, I hope that Anna is not far behind. I thought the twist with Jafar and his father was great, and it was great to see Jafar meet the same fate, but in a different way. But the scene that stole the show for me was the group's goodbye. You see that these four, after all they've been through, really do care for one another. And then, of course, when Alice ran to the knave, that was just spot on. As I've said before, their friendship is what truly drove this show. Lovers come, go, and some even return. But a true friend will always be there for you. It is for those reasons that on a scale of drops of water stolen from the Knicks as well, I give it 33 of 42. Thank you very much, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. Yeah, you're right. The the Alice and Will friendship was always really the the emotional core of this show. And with how that all kind of came to a head last week, uh, you know, I I can see how you could feel this week's episode was a little disjointed. Just because that was the the main story of the show was built around their friendship and how they were dealing with getting the loves of their lives back. And, you you know, once they kind of realized that and started moving forward, it lost a little steam. But uh, thank you very much, Bobby. Uh, And Amory, you want to read this letter from Wynn, who we haven't actually heard heard from from in a while? Yeah, yeah, well, directly anyway. True, true. Okay, um, Wynn, look. Looks like all the good or reformed characters got their happy endings on Wonderland. I was pleased that Will and Anna were together at the end and twice as glad that we didn't have to watch their cheesy wedding in addition to Alice and Cyrus's. (laughs) When Alice had the storybook at the end, I was really hoping it would turn out to be the same as Henry's book from once. I have no theory behind why it possibly could be so, but it would be an interesting and mysterious tie into the main show. Mm-hmm. All in all, Wonderland was fun, but I probably won't miss it terribly. I never really cared for Alice and Cyrus much. Preach on, sister, because I could have done without Alice and Cyrus almost this entire series. Yeah, we, when they had the book there and stuff, I almost thought that that might be the direction they were heading. But unfortunately, it didn't pan out. Maybe next episode. Maybe next. Oh, episode. wait. <laughs> wait a second. It's been canceled. Wait and for I it? just completely... Buried the joke with how many times we've used it now. Yes. Uh, no, but Winnell actually, uh, she's already RSVP'd as a on-air guest for uh, next week's Hangout. So uh, 
we'll, we'll love having Win on. And uh, let's see here. Uh, do you want me to take Jasmine? I can. I mean, I can take Jasmine unless you feel you'd like to take Jasmine. You know what? You take Does Jasmine. Jasmine want you take ja- because it feels a little awkward already. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you go ahead and take Jasmine, and I'll take the Facebook stuff. Okay, sure. At the end. All right. Uh, Jafar making Anastasia love him made me absolutely sick to my stomach. I never liked her before, but that was just plain gross. The whole scenario just drew more attention to her lips. Okay, see, I thought the opposite because she didn't have that big red lipstick on, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, to have the power to make someone love you does sound terrifying. To have the power to make yourself forget that you love someone sounds kind of nice. Also, Cyrus. Who cares that they brought him back to life? Alice could do a whole lot better. His character had no substance. Sadly, Jafar's character even had more substance than Cyrus. Ouch. Um, Alice is going to wake up in about six months and realize she married the most boring, depressed man on Earth. Or Yeah, it's Earth, right? Um, <laughs> she should have hooked up with the name or even the rabbit instead. Maybe just one of the Tweedles had one of the Tweedle heads in the box. Thank hey, you, guys. Uh, you, you know, I when they went in for that last hug in the last scene between the Alice and the Nave, I totally thought they were going to start making out or something. Yes, that was like and a, it made no sense. That was like a slow-mo running towards each other. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Me, too. I was like, what is happening here? Uh, what? Wait. <laughs> Yeah. That would have been a hum. That would have made it a humdinger of a finale, like a what WT, uh, you what know. What the what? Yeah, exactly. What the what? What, what the what? what? It totally was giving off that vibe, which totally did not make sense. It's like, wait a second, I need to hug you one last time. It's like, <laughs> uh, okay. yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Um, thank you guys. If I join you or not on Saturday, I'm looking forward to watching your show. You two are hilarious. Toodles, Jasmine. Yeah, and uh, Jasmine, uh, she said she might be because a lot of people, I think, because we posted about the hangout. Uh, earlier, the, just uh, yesterday, I think, uh, yeah. we started posting about it. And I think people thought it was going to be tonight, but it's going to be a week from tonight because we wanted to give the finale its due, right? Right. Yeah, we didn't want to, you know, trounce over it. Yeah, and then we wanted to talk to all of you guys. But I hopefully Jasmine will be able to show up. It, we're trying, you know, if people can't make it or whatever, to try and figure out some way to get them in for like a minute or something. Because we want to we wanna talk to all of you. We've been hearing from you forever now, so... It just makes sense that we should talk sometime, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll close up with a few comments from our Facebook. Uh, first of all, Danielle says, uh, Loved, loved last night's Wonderland. It ended perfectly. And poor Anna having to kiss Jafar. Thank goodness for Will and the True Love Kiss. Yeah. No one liked the Jafar. And- no. It was gross. Yeah. It was pretty. It was over the top. Like, mm-hmm. ew. I, I mean, it was just so over the top that it was disturbing. Yeah, and, and I don't know. Maybe that's what they were going for, right? Oh, I'm sure that's what they were going for. Okay, and uh, next up we have one from uh, Anne Marie, uh, who will probably uh, Anne Marie, all one word, <laughs> not Anne Marie, <laughs> the person who's usually on the show. Uh, but she, she, uh, we were gonna have, we were thinking about having her on, but we wanted to get someone else in. But she, I think she's definitely gonna show up next week. I, I hope so, anyway. Uh, but uh, she says it didn't even have a whole lot of uh, or let's see here as a closer. It was quite meek. I know that ha- that it had to resolve nicely and wrap it up with a nice little bow. But really, it didn't even have a lot of the knave humor or bloody hells. And that's right. There wasn't a bloody hell. Yeah. 
bloody hell. There wasn't no bloody hell, was there? And we're never uh, going to get them again. No, because it, no, we might because he's no, we. Proper. Oh, that's yeah, true. that's true. So yeah, true. yeah, you you you, think, you you just did the anti joke, I think. On that. <laughs> is that good or bad? I don't know. I don't know. I think it says a lot about the characters of Alice and Cyrus when um, obviously people don't even care about the supposed main characters of the show and they have even more love for uh, villains such as Jafar and uh, the Queen or even Jabber maybe you know yeah. even the Jabber is a more interesting character than <laughs> Cyrus that's true yeah like I I definitely agree with that that actually I think the most interesting Alice has been to me was this episode uh, like in the entire series when she was getting up in Jafar's face, like daring him to change the past. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was probably the most interesting, like, I mean, sword fighting eh, that, I mean, it's cool. It's a good action scene. And, uh, you know, all that stuff, but it doesn't really impress me doing that. No like, substance. Yeah. This yeah. More. Yeah. yeah th- that's all flash. And th- that was uh, in the moment in this episode was pure substance. You're com- completely right on that. And I uh, hear I'll finish up with Anne Marie's letter here. And, and the Jafar and Anna kissing scenes were just weird. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I love Will grabbing her, though, through the force field, though. I think it would have been a better season finale if they combined it with the last week's episode. This felt like a 45-minute wrap-up. I do want to rewatch the season as a whole and see how the story plays out now that we know it all. Out of 15 water balls, I give it 9. I would nice. probably get, I would probably get I, I, one of my uh, alternative choices was Balls of Amara, but I chose not to do that for obvious reasons. I would probably <laughs> give it a higher rating if it was combined with last week and if any of the characters would have popped up in Storybrooke for a main series crossover. Uh, thank you, Anne-Marie, and uh, hopefully we get to talk to you next week. And we'll close it up with a short comment from Camila here, though. And uh, Camila says, uh, maybe uh, season four of Once Proper will be in Wonderland. That could be cool. If they they go back. Because, I mean, they they have to go somewhere right next season. Because, you know, we're getting Oz this half season. We got Neverland last half season. And uh, we've never really got many of our main characters in Wonderland, right? So that could be interesting. And uh, she also says, I like the white king, king and queen thing. I give the episode 13 out of 13 uh, new Alice in Wonderland storybooks to this episode for making me smile the last 10 minutes. <laughs> I needed I needed that after this week. Uh, hashtag bring the Mad Hatter back on season four. I think we can all agree on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and the Mad Hatter was sorely missed this entire uh, season. I oh, want to sure. see what the pilot was written um, or for what him. It looked, what Originally, it like Mad, yeah. Mad Hatter? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was probably a whole different animal, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure it was, but I'd like to see it. <laughs> well, I want to know think, where they were going with all that. Oh, go ahead, Chris. I think, I think the second last response brought up a very good point is that now that the season has concluded now that the the series has concluded mm-hmm. do you think that it's worth it for for potential viewers to sort of is it worth the time invested to to watch this entire story or was it just a colossal waste what, what do you guys think see i i think a, a lot of times with it with a show uh well, well with any show i especially a slow moving show when you go back and marathon it it's not quite as grating because you ju- you're just like, 
oh, well, that kind of was kind of sucky. But you know what? I'll just start the next episode and just keep rolling with it. Right. So I I, I think I think overall and I'm going to try and rewatch it this week before I hang out next week to kind of get a good sense of it. But I I, I think overall watching it in quick order like that would probably improve the quality of the or your opinion of this series overall. And there were a couple uh, key points in this that I think translate over into once proper, like the fact that the rules of magic can be changed. You just don't really want to do it, and you'll have to deal with a uh, All magic comes with a price. Exactly. Exactly. They even said that on this one. Mm. Not this episode, but... Yeah. And if nothing else, we get like a like an in-canon indication that there's another way besides the hat or bean to travel between realms, which is cool. Because that may, that, I mean, that opens it up to where there could be many ways, and we could maybe get my my dream uh, season of Once Proper, where it's basically sliders with Rumpelstiltskin leading the team, <laughs> uh, going from world to world. But uh, Amory, you want to answer too? Oh uh, wait, what? Oh, uh, she was wondering uh, how how you thought it would be uh, going back and watching the whole season. Oh, sorry. And um, if it was necessary too. I probably at some point will do it, um, mostly to see if since I know there's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel if the first <laughs> half isn't so bad. But that first half was really bad. Yeah. And I think weren't there a few episodes that we both may have nodded off and had to rewatch a couple times. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because but, we just couldn't maintain focus. Yeah, I want I wonder what the context we got in the second half of the season though if those episodes might be more bearable too, you know. Right. That's right. what I'm saying, yeah. you know, I'd like um I'd like to give it a try, but I make no promises. <laughs> and I like to marathon shows. Mhm. Like excessively. So. Oh, go ahead, Christine. Oh, I was just going to say high five because I do the same thing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like Amazon Prime and Netflix are my buddy. Mm. I am in the process of marathoning through Degrassi. So shout out if anybody actually knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, it, As long as we're saying what shows we're marathoning through right now, I'm doing Veronica Mars. Uh, Christine, any, are you marathoning anything right now? Uh, I just marathoned Witches of East End. Ooh, oh, how's that? It's actually a pretty good story. I actually I was surprised to like it. Hmm. Interesting. We'll have so to check it's worth that out. a watch. Yeah. Uh, so Christine, where can uh, people find you online? Um, I'm at Twitter at um, at Squish Hat S Q U I S H A T, and uh, I tweet sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do on occasion. I, I I believe you. There was like a flurry of it right after you were on the last podcast because you said I'm going to start tweeting more, and then you got really quiet. Uh, I did tweet a bit more since then. It, yeah. It's just yeah. So follow <laughs> me. <laughs> and uh, Amory, where can people find what you're doing online? You can find me on the Twitters at AMD Simone and on my blog, Crunchy Crafty and Highly Caffeinated. And I swear I'm highly caffeinated this week. .wordpress.com. Yes. Yeah, don't go leaving any comments on the website about how Amory needs uh, some rest. And as for me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bill Meeks, uh, my Google Plus, which you probably want to know since we're going to be doing it through my personal Google Plus account next week, is uh, uh, google.com slash plus Bill Meeks. And then uh, you can check out all my dog boy stuff and whatnot at dogboyadventures.com. And I just want to say really strongly here at the end, even though most people have tuned out by now, 
bit.ly slash Wonderland Hangout. We're going to be talking to you guys live next week for like 40 hours. So we want you to be there. So let us know if you're going to be there. Give us questions. Uh, let us know if you want to come on with us and uh, take a part in this madness. Uh, this It this, is going to be madness, yes. isn't it? It will. It'll be complete. And total I think this will be this might get a little crazier than some of our spoiler parties. If 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 something if something doesn't happen on the hangout that makes it on CNN the next morning, <laughs> we've done our job completely wrong. Uh, but I guess, you know, and we'll say this one more time last week, but this is, you know, the last regular episode. So I'm, I'm just going to take a minute and collect myself and, you know, don't get my heart. Maybe maybe I should have Cora come and take it real quick so I'm not hurting as we do this. <laughs> but until next week, greetings, greetings from Wonderbrack. Wonderbrack? Wonder I think we get this. We've, hey, we've, I said Wonderland this week. I got it right. You got it right? I told I you. I got it right. Maybe no, next week we'll finally get it. Maybe next week we'll finally get it right. But then won't it be greetings from Storybook again?